Hi, hi, hi. It's time to hit the math grind. We are back to after class with Miss Donovan. Week six overview, or more like a Tuesday and Wednesday overview, since your quiz is on Thursday and was only over really two days of new material, but only one target. So we are going to get into what we did on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then a little bit of our quiz overview, which I know you're all waiting for. So it's time to get into the topics. So up first, we are going to go over our mathematician of the week, who this week's name was Rene Descartes. He was born March 31st, 1596 and died February 11th, 1650. He created the standard graph of an X and the XY axis and the algebra used to describe it. So if you hate graphing, you can blame Rene. So basically, he did a lot of well with mathematics. He helped provide the foundations of modern calculus, and a lot of his findings are still taught today. But the really important thing is that anytime you graph something, you can thank Rene. And that is it for our Mathematician of the Week. Okay, so let's start off with Tuesday. Tuesday, our target was 7-2 and 7-3, but we were focusing on 7-2. I can determine whether lines are parallel or perpendicular. So we started off with reviewing the three postulates we had learned last Thursday. The alternate interior angles are congruent postulate, the corresponding angles are congruent postulate, and the consecutive or same side interior angles are supplementary. With that, we looked at the diagram um, that we were given, and we said that we knew the measure of one angle. We wanted to figure out what the measure of another angle would be so that two lines would be parallel. So basically, we had to use one of those three postulates to be like, okay, I see that the me- I see that five and three are consecutive interior angles. So for if we want the two lines to be postulate or to be to be parallel, that means that those two angles have to add up to equal 180 degrees. We would then like plug in what we got, and to f- we would um, move all the constants over to one side to figure out what the measure of the one angle would be. We did that with vertical angles with alternate interior angles. So again. If the two lines are parallel and they're cut by a transversal, all three, the consecutive interior angles are supplementary, the corresponding angles are congruent, and the alternate interior angles are congruent, have to be true. So we basically were just trying to use those three things to prove parallelness, or if they weren't parallel, we used them to figure out what X would be or what X would have to be or an angle measure would have to be if they were parallel. And then again, we then went in to say, oh, we have a statement and we're looking at a graph here. Um, because of that graph, that statement, what would be the reason? Like, so if we had a statement that like angle three was congruent to angle 10, based on what the graph would be, why would that be true? So it'd be like, oh, it's one of our theorems. So again, what we did mostly on Tuesday is we used mostly those three theorems. And then we kind of like discussed how those theorems go into what we are learning and go into uh, making lines parallel. So that is it for Tuesday. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Okay, so we're going to get into Wednesday, our last day of new material before our assessment. The target was I can determine whether lines are parallel or perpendicular. On Tuesday, we focus on the parallelness. On Wednesday, we focus on the perpendicularness. We had notes that were not in the book, so let's get into them. We went over and reviewed the definition of perpendicular lines, which are lines that intersect and intersect and form 90 degree angles. So if you have two lines that intersect that are perpendicular, there's going to be four 90 degree angles. So remember when um, we are using parallel and perpendicular, we have little like symbols for them. The perpendicular symbol looks like an upside down T. The parallel symbol is two lines. 
How I remember is parallel has two L's in it and it looks like two L's. Then we started. So we had one thing that said in a plane, if two lines are perpendicular to the same line, then they are parallel to each other. So we had these two lines that were parallel and we had a perpendicular line. And basically we wanted to rewrite that sentence so that we could like kind of see how it went. So we had that if M is perpendicular to L and N is perpendicular to L, then M and N are parallel. And that's basically kind of what we were rewriting. We were just seeing, like we could see that these two lines are perpendicular to, or that the one line was perpendicular to the other. And there was another line that it was also perpendicular to. So those two lines had to be parallel. We went through the perpendicular transversal theorem, which is super important today. If a transversal is perpendicular to one of two parallel lines, then it's perpendicular to the other line. So it said if M is parallel to N and L is perpendicular to M, then L also has to be perpendicular to M, N. So it's saying that if you have two parallel lines, one is perpendicular to another line, the other line that is also parallel has to be perpendicular to that line as well. From there, we were given some uh, stipulations to a certain um, setting. So we were given that, like, for our first one, it said if B is perpendicular to C and A is parallel to B, and the measure of angle 1 is equal to 52 degrees. We wanted to then find out the rest of the measure of the angles. So again, we had to use our corresponding angles are congruent. We had to use the perpendicular transversal theorem. We had to use vertical lines. We used the definition of perpendicular. Um, our vertical angles, not vertical lines. We used the linear pair. We used supplementary angles. So again, it's going to be a lot of using what you know and applying it now. So then we went into some questions where we were like, Solve for x and then determine if these two lines are parallel or perpendicular. So first thing we did is we solved for x. We used our vertical angles or we would use our corresponding angles or one of the theorems um, to solve for x, our supplementary. And then we basically plugged in x to figure out if we had these two angles that would be congruent. If they were not congruent, if corresponding angles are not congruent or alternate interior angles are not congruent or say consecutive interior angles are not supplementary, that means it is not parallel. Now, if we have corresponding angles that are congruent, if we have alternate interior angles that are congruent, if we have consecutive or same side angles that are supplementary, uh, then all if all of those things are true, then they are parallel. So remember, if something is untrue, if like two things aren't congruent that are supposed to be congruent, that means that the lines are not parallel, but if they are, that means they are. We then lastly went over a perpendicular bisector of a segment, which is a, a line or a part of a line that intersects a segment at its midpoint to form right angles. So we had this example where DE was a perpendicular bisector of AC. So point B was where DE intersected AC. And since we knew that was a perpendicular bisector of AC, we knew that point B was the midpoint. Uh, we were able to figure out that AB, the line segment, was congruent to BC, the line segment. We could create all the 90 degree angles. And then we are also able to figure out that B might not be the midpoint of DE because, again, it said DE is the perpendicular bisector of AC. It didn't say AC was a perpendicular bisector of DE. So remember to make sure you're really paying attention to the wording and what the questions are saying. The last thing we did is we were trying to fill in a proof. So we were given that L is perpendicular to N and M is perpendicular to N, and we wanted to prove that L and M were parallel. So again, the first thing we did is we had our given statement that L was perpendicular to N and then M is perpendicular to N. And then we were able to figure out that because they're perpendicular lines, all the angles are 90 degrees. So we said that the right angle, angle two is a right angle and angle six is a right angle. And that was just the definition of perpendicular. 
because we know when by the definition of perpendicular, we get 90 degree angles. We then said angle two is congruent to angle six because all right angles are congruent. They all equal 90 degrees. And therefore, we were able to think that, or we were able to figure out that L was parallel to M because their alternate interior angles are congruent. And that only works if the lines are parallel. So that is it for what we did on Thursday. Again, a lot of thought process, a lot of thinking through what we've already learned, and kind of just going through a logical thought process. So again, that's it for Thursday. Let's get on to our quiz review. Okay, just remember Thursday. Thursday. Can you remember Thursday? Yeah, so Tuesday? Thursday. Look, if you need help remembering, just think of it like this. The third day, all right? Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when, huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third day, okay? Now, for the time you've all been waiting for, this moment of me looking over the assessment and telling you what you need to know. So, okay, on your assessment, you're seeing a couple things again, maybe for the first time, for the second time, or for the last time. So on your assessment, you will be seeing, for the last time, 5-1, 5-2, and 6-1, which means if you like your assessment grades for those, you can skip those sections, but if you don't, do them. First, section 5-1 is a distance formula uh, is a distance formula problem. Remember the distance formula is D equals the square root of, everything's under the square root, x2 minus x1 squared plus y2 minus y1 squared. That is the distance formula. Please memorize it. You will not be given it. A lot of you are just getting these problems wrong because you have the wrong formula written down. Then we have 5-2, which is the midpoint formula. So you're going to be given two coordinate points. You want to find the point that would be exactly in the middle of those. So your answer should also be a coordinate point. So you're going to have the first port, uh, point. So you're going to have parentheses. Your x-coordinate is going to be x1 plus x2 divided by 2, comma. The whole thing there was divided by 2. y1 plus y2, all of that divided by 2, end parentheses. You should have two points. It should be a coordinate point. You should be able to plot it on a graph. Thanks to Renee Descartes, you'd be able to plot it. 6-1, you have one problem, and all you need to do is say the justification for the statement. Is it the definition of something? Is it a postulate? Is it a theorem? Write the specific definition or specific postulate or specific theorem. Hopefully you got what I was trying to say there. Next, 6-2, you have a two-column proof. All the reasons are given to you. You just need to add the statements. So make sure you uh, figure it out. Remember, the first statement is always going to be given. And the last thing is what you're going to want to prove. So you already have two of the statements given to you in the given and the proof. You just need to figure out two, three, four, and five. Seven, our first question is um, a multiple choice question. It's telling you that two lines are parallel and are cut by a transversal. And then you're given an angle and they want to know which angles must be congruent to that angle. Um, so remember, corresponding angles are congruent, alternate interior angles are congruent, and vertical angles are congruent. There's your hint there. Then you're given a proof that you have to fill in. There are five statements missing. Um, so one is a statement, uh, two are statements, three are reasons. Make sure you fill those in. 7-2 and 7-3 You're going to, is our last section for today. Uh, for the assessment and you're going to be asked two things one is going to be a multiple choice question So make sure you're paying attention to that and the other thing is you're going to need to find X so that Q and R are parallel So what is X going to equal if those things are parallel and that's it for your assessment overview? If you have any questions, let me know other than that I have office hours from 2 10 to 3 o'clock so you can definitely come and stop by on there 
And that is it for After Class with Miss Donovan, the podcast week six overview of geometry. So remember, as always, if you have any questions, I'm available via email or during my office hours from 2.10 to 3 o'clock every single day. Um, other than that, get your homework done and I'll see you in class.